When I was working a retail job, I had devoted five years of my life to this single company. And it was a fun time of my life. I have no regrets whatsoever. But I put in the time, I put in the work, I gave it my everything while going to university, while getting educated so I could pay for school, so I could pay for my tuition. I needed a job, so I had this retail job and a lot of it was stocking shelves, cashier work, cleaning floors, sometimes cleaning toilets, all that kind of stuff. And I put in the time, five straight years. And this was mostly part-time work, 20 hours a week, sometimes 40 hours a week, just depending on the busy seasons and whether I could take on the workload, but I'd always take shifts. I'd always take on as much as possible. And I'd always be the go-to reliable guy. I was the one. And when I graduated from school, I, I wanted to advance in the company. I said to myself, I put in the time, I'm loyal, I want to grow in this company. So what I did is I, I reached out and I said, hey, I want to work in corporate. I want to use my marketing degree, put it to good use, and I want to be in corporate. I want to make a difference. So I got an interview with the head of marketing in corporate, and I was rejected. I never got the job, and a lot of it was to do with experience, but another thing was perhaps confidence, self-confidence in what I was doing. You see, I had spent so much time working in retail that I never really took on marketing projects, per se. I was good at retail, but... I never really tried to go beyond my responsibilities. Look, if your job is to clean floors and you clean them well, that's great, but what are you doing to take on more responsibilities? That's what you have to ask yourself. And I never did that. I just did everything really well that I was responsible for. So I never really demonstrated marketing talent. Well, that's okay. I realized this is just the way it is. I don't have enough experience. Maybe if I wait two more years. But I never got the hint that I needed real, tangible marketing experience beyond just a marketing degree. So uh, I, I had applied for a manager position or like a supervisor position, which is sort of almost a manager position. And I was rejected again. See, that's a very logical step from stocking shelves is becoming a supervisor. But I was rejected because in the interview, it was obvious that I had a marketing degree and that I shouldn't be doing supervisor work. So another issue comes up here in that this is my fault and that I'm not clearly communicating what it is that I'm going for here. I'm still not showing what I really want to do. 
So I, I have a lack of self-confidence in my ability to do marketing or my ability to want to do the stocking of the shelves. You see, if you want to be a supervisor in the retail world, well, you should probably want to also stock those shelves, not be in marketing. You see, that that's just not aligned. So I was going after two different roles here. And no wonder I got rejected because I wasn't focused what it is I really actually wanted. See, I thought that supervisor was a stepping stone to corporate, but actually taking on marketing projects or saying, hey, give me that project, I'll do it in marketing. See, that's the step. But I never did that. I never took on responsibilities to show that I was worth it. And this is why I was rejected. Because if I go a little further along in my life, a couple years later, I got a marketing manager job. And why did I get the job? I demonstrated experiences in marketing by doing freelance work. I showed I had experience in this world of marketing. I put myself out there. I was entrepreneurial. I in indicated to the employer that I was worth it and I was confident in my ability to deliver and that they could try me out and they would be impressed because over a few years I had built up experiences in, in the field not just a degree you see just a degree might get you an internship or whatnot it might get you uh, the basics but it might not get what you, it might not get you what you want and in order to get what you want you have to really go after it you really have to go after it at all different angles and you can't waver you see all these interviews that i went into where i got rejected i was quite nervous clammy hands un just just wavering just wavering oh is this what i want is this where i want to be and never really showing the true value of what i could bring and this just comes with experience and sometimes you just can't control the fact that you're just simply not good enough yet and this is why you're getting rejected you might be getting rejected in life right now i'm constantly getting rejected and what it's indicating to me is that I am still not good enough. I haven't figured things out. And if you're getting rejected, there's something you haven't figured out. It's not the other person. It's not the other person's problem. It is your problem. Stop thinking that it's someone else's problem. Look, the head of marketing, not her problem that I'm not good enough. It's my problem. I have to elevate my game. That's the reality. If I look at the dating world, ugh, constant rejection here, constant rejection. And it's because I'm not figuring it out, but I'm starting to learn. And it is a very grueling process, but one that I must go through if I want to come out on the other side 
rather than just crawl into a ball and not attempt to live. Because uh, if I look at it, when I was in that retail job, a lot of experiences happened there, but dating was an interesting one. So I had attempted to ask someone out and I was just extremely nervous, shaking. And all I could do was provide sticky notes and a pen to get the girl's phone number. But I had worked up the courage to ask. But it, I wasn't self-confident whatsoever. Even though I was three years older than her, I had no confidence. And then in the date, it showed that I was all over the place. I had bought like 18 roses. I had gone above and beyond to try to make it a nice evening, took her out for dinner, and I just came off as a nice person, but not really confident in myself. And it was a disaster. I didn't show any sort of self-worth. Actually, if I go a couple of years before that, here's an interesting one. There was this Christmas party, and I had brought this girl with me, thinking, well, she's the kind of person that I'd want to be with. But it turned out it was more like a friend zone thing, and she ended up hanging out with all the other guys at the party, and I was pretty much left in the dust. And the reality is that I didn't have any self-worth. And I wasn't confident in who I was, so makes sense. Makes sense that she left. And that that's that's rejection without actually being that's nonverbal rejection. And that can that can be like a nice slow dagger into your heart because you think that this is the way it is. And you think after, after so many years, because I had known this person for a few years, gotten to know her, and I thought that it was a potential situation where we could be together. But you know what? It never was. It was always friend-based, always platonic, and it never got beyond that because I never indicated any sort of value I never communicated my worth. And there are plenty of other guys out there who are much more confident and could capitalize. Or they're just more desirable, and that's why I lost out. And that's the reality. Nonverbal rejection. It hurts, but I think it's necessary. It does strengthen you if you let it, or it can cripple you. Mm. Or, or both, because maybe it'll cripple you and then you can come out of it, which is tough, but you have to. You have to keep trying, right? You just have to keep trying. If you get rejected from someone or someone breaks your heart, whether it be in a job or anything, interview, you can't just stop there. You have to keep moving. You have to go to the next option, the next approach. Because if you stop there, you'll dwell on it, and it will eat away at you, and you will lose any sense of ability to 
navigate the world. And that's just no fun. You want to have fun, right? You, you almost want to make it so that rejection is fun. That you, you make a point of getting rejected. And that, that you go out there and say, I want to get rejected today. And if I do, that is the objective. And that's the goal. Because um, I, should, I should add a note to that. You see, if you get rejected, maybe quickly assess what went wrong, why you weren't good enough. Because it's not the other person. It's, it's actually you. See, you decided to put yourself in the situation to get rejected. So what is it about you that created the rejection? I mean, it's not like you wanted rejection, per se. I mean, you... You probably wanted to succeed, but you got rejected for a reason. So welcome the rejection, but look at it for what it's worth and determine how you can learn from the experience or what you can get out of it. There's always something. There's always something. Clammy hands on a date. Hmm, that's a concern. Next time, bring a handkerchief or bring the powder in in a that the gymnasts use or, or make sure that you never have that because it shows like people can tell and you know you you look at the things that you can do to improve i think that's so important you have to you have to look at ways to improve otherwise you're just going to keep getting rejected because you just decided you're just going to go out there mindlessly this is like shotgun approach hoping that you'll maybe get accepted one day so then you end up settling on the fact that you're not good enough, but hey, you finally got accepted to this very low-level thing that really anyone could have gotten accepted into. I mean, if you're entirely shattered in terms of self-confidence, then yes, start with the little things where you can start getting accepted so that you can build up momentum for yourself because then you can take on the the more difficult things that you might get rejected for but at least you're, you'll be able to be more resilient you see re rejection i think creates resilience resilience if you let it towards further rejections or your ability to handle it well because you can get emotional you could lash out and say why not me or you you can say you know what i need to go back to the drawing board because i'm clearly not good enough uh, Salespeople who get rejected they will go back and they will try again and again and again using the same templated script without actually trying to improve the worth of what they're offering some do actually get it and they do actually add more value on the next turn and that's why they get the sale one because they're persistent two because they're actually adjusting and how they're improving but they have to demonstrate 
that they've improved, which is difficult. You see, if the salesperson gets rejected the first time, they really have to do a hard look at themselves. And a lot of salespeople are so egotistical that they don't realize that it's their fault that they got rejected. So they just keep going with the same script, thinking that the world will change. That's why some salespeople can be classified as insane because they think that the same persistence will work without making any difference to the process. I'm trying to think if I can use any sort of example here or where I'm getting at. I don't think I can really elaborate any more on that. I think it's just really simple. If you get rejected as a salesperson, don't go back trying to sell the same car. Add on features. Add on bonuses. Add on different incentives. Increase the worth. Make it so that you'll get the sale. Reduce your commissions. I mean, whatever it is to build rapport, because it's not just that sale. It's the long-term value. You, you might be able to lock this person in. And that's what you have to sort of look at. If you get rejected, maybe from somebody, you wanted to date somebody, but you got rejected, that's happened countless times for me. And I, I think that's just the, the way it is in this world, you're going to get rejected. What you have to do is go back to the drawing board and figure out what you can improve on. And it usually starts with your lack of self-worth, your lack of self-confidence, and just saying that you are good enough and that you are good enough for whatever it is that you're trying to go for. It's probably where it starts right? And then just getting right back out there. Because you can't dwell on it. You really can't. You got to learn and you got to move forward. I'm telling you from experience, if you sit with those thoughts, that girl at the Christmas party that goes off with someone else, if you sit with those thoughts and you wonder, wow, what a worthless piece of yada yada you are. I'm telling you, that's no good for you. That's no good for anyone else either. Reflect. Reflect without emotion and move forward. And rejection is going to happen. If you're not getting rejected enough throughout the weeks, months, and whatnot, maybe you're putting out content. Well, let's look at this from a creative standpoint, because I think that this is a fascinating approach too. You're putting out work into the world, whether it's business, artistry, whatnot, you're, you're, you're putting work out into the world, and you, you're hoping it'll just sell, but it doesn't. Well something's going on. You're not doing the right approach. The process isn't right. It's not that your artwork is maybe crappy. You, you see, there's a lot out there that's terrible artwork that seems to sell for some reason. And you look at it and you're like, how is that even possible that can sell? 
Somebody was so confident in what they created, and they delivered, and they added some sort of story to that work that they put out there, that they eventually got accepted. They figured out the process for getting accepted. And it worked out eventually. Maybe you're getting rejected because you're not believing in yourself. It could be as simple as that. It really could. I'm telling you, that's really where it starts. Because if you believe in what it is you're doing, people will start to catch on and they will gravitate to what you're doing. You might be looking to get into a school or university, college or whatnot, and you're getting rejected by countless applications. Well, are your grades good enough? Extracurriculars? Are you working hard on the application, showing that you have a story, that you have value? Those are all the little things you gotta look at. Because it's not the school's fault. No, no, you, you shouldn't be blaming anyone but yourself. But also be careful. I, I want to be careful on blame. Because if you're going to blame yourself, don't be too self-critical. Yes, you might learn from something, but I, I don't want you to be dwelling on that thought. Oh, I got rejected. I'm not good enough. And then you just beat yourself into a hole. It's like negative reinforcement, which is dangerous to your own ability. No, no, you don't want to make it so that you feel terrible about the situation. You, you want to be constructive in how you look at yourself. So be careful in terms of blaming yourself because that can be dangerous and that you become so useless to yourself because you've created this feeling that you, you're you're actually not good enough, even though, look, everything falls on you. It's your responsibility, but don't beat yourself up. That's, that's the thing, right? Yeah, it's your responsibility, but don't, don't run yourself into the ground because of it. You need to, you need to negotiate a solution with yourself. It's like another person you're dealing with is yourself saying, well, I got rejected there. What could I have done better? What do I need to do for next time? And those are constructive ways to look at it and aspirational in a sense that you're already looking to what you can improve on. That's good. You see, you can't control rejection. It happens. Rejection is a past situation. That's an important thing to just think about for a second. Rejection is something that happened in the past. You, you have to move on. 
you can't sit on that because it's already happened. Now your next step is, well, what are you what are you doing now? What are you going to do? Not what happened so much. You might reflect on it briefly because, of course, you don't want history to repeat itself, right? But also don't think, oh, that happened, and then just continually dwell on the fact that it happened without saying that happened, what next, right? Always think about the next steps. Because in chess... Do you look back at the previous moves? Not so much. You can sort of get an idea of maybe where it went to. Although if the king is moving, you might track the, if you play the rules properly, I think there's like 32 steps that the king's done. So you might track how many steps the king has made. Right. So it does depend. Depends on the situation because you might want to track certain things, but um, what I'm saying is, is the past is constructive for the future and the present, but it also is debilitating for the future and the present if you live in it for too long. Something to think about. Because rejection is inevitable for growth. Doesn't matter what you're doing. You want to get a customer. You want to get people on your fan base. Some people are just going to say no. Nope, not interested. Nope, it's not my thing. Nope, doesn't apply to me. And there's always something that you can do to get accepted. There's always. This is a tough one. Like, this is a tough one because I look back on my life and there's just so much rejection. And I think there's just going to be a lot of people out there because I'm 30, but there's... There's people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and they just feel like the world is rejecting them right now. And they're maybe in such a difficult place that they can't move forward. And there's so many people out there who are maybe not doing the things they want to do because they've been rejected so many times in life, but they never looked at their situation or how they can improve. And, and they're... There's so much opportunity to turn everything on its head. And then even those that are in their, their younger ages and their, their teens and their 20s and they're getting rejected by people. And, and then they're slowly deteriorating in life because they're not equipped to handle all of this. And I wonder how much better they'd be if they could handle it so well and they could become resilient and not crumble from it 
like I don't want anyone to crumble from rejection and and it's happened to me and it's taken my life away for years like it's literally taken my life away for years and I'm not going to be able to get that time back and I'd hate for someone else not to be able to get that time back either this is why I, I genuinely care about this particular topic on rejection because it can ruin people. And that's scary. That's just scary because I, I don't want somebody to not do something because of this. Just don't let it hold you back. If you're feeling anxious about something, you're feeling like you need to do something, but you're worried of what the outcome will be. You're worried that it will ruin you. Well, you should probably consider doing it, unless it's damaging to people because it could be damaging i i don't know what it is that's going on in your head so i don't want to say that everything that you want to do should be done because there might be some crazy people listening to this and i'm not one to encourage bad behavior no if it's something that you truly deem as positive and beneficial to others you should try it you should try it and be prepared for what is to come. You might find out that you didn't do the right things to get accepted. And that you will have to learn and that you will have to pivot. And that is okay. That is quite okay. I think I'm going to leave it at that. That's It's been a good chat. It's been a great chat. This has been a more meaningful one than I think I've done before. Well, there's just a lot. There's a lot that this sort of boils up inside of me. So I think there, there's a lot of people out there who might be in the same boat. So... It's a good topic. It's a good topic, rejection. Hopefully this was helpful, and until next time, toodles.